And welcome to Is This What You Want with Matt and Julia, a podcast where we try to figure out what you want and mostly we just kind of talk about our week. And if you don't like it, don't listen. Across from me is my husband, my co host, my lover, my rock. And me. Oh, okay. And my enemy, <laughs> Matt O'Brien. Hi. I, listen, if you're married and you don't think the person you're with isn't somewhat your enemy, I don't think you're in a good relationship. Yeah, because they say, they say keep your friends close and your enemies closer. So that's yeah. why I've been with you for 13 years. That's why you sleep next to me. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping with the enemy. Wasn't that a movie, Sleeping with the Enemy? Yeah, what, Sharon Stone? Mm, mm. It was one of those early 90s starlets. It was a Sharon Stone. I feel like Sharon Stone was in Ashley Judd. every fucking Ashley Judd rocks. Judd, she, she knew how to make a thriller back in the day. Double Jeopardy? That was a crazy movie. I'd watch that right now. I was obsessed with that movie. I remember... Because how old were we? We were pretty young. I was teens. probably like 13 or something. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you can do anything if you are uh, arrested for something and, and, and innocent. That's the whole thing. She was arrested for murder. She was murdering. arrested for her uh, husband's murder, but you can't be arrested twice for the same crime. And it turns out he had framed her. Yeah. Um, and she went to jail for it. And then she got out of jail and then killed him. And then she's like, sorry, I can't go to jail. It's called Double Jeopardy. And she looked right into camera when she said it. She said it. And the director <laughs> laughed. You could hear him laugh off camera. He went, ha ha! Um, and the camera shook a bit. Um, no, it's it doesn't make any sense, that law. If, if it was real, which is not really... There's no way... Like, if you tried to kill me, and then it was proven that you did not do that. Here's the thing, though. I already... It was already assumed that I killed you. I already yeah. served the time for killing you. I already paid my dues for killing you. And if you're I not see. dead, then that's not my problem. I get to kill you again. Then, then that's a free killing. The movie should be called Free Killing. It should be called a free kill. Even if someone was like, you can judgment-free, no arrest, kill anyone in the world right now, I don't think I'd do it. I don't think I could do it. No, I'm not just going to willy-nilly kill somebody. It's but not willy-nilly. It's planned. If... Some like can can you imagine someone framed you for murder and you spent like twenty thirty years of your life? Oh, that'd be exciting in though. jail. That that um, well in the I thought you meant like on the run on the run. Now that's a life you want to be on the run. Framed for a murder I didn't do like the fugitive Harrison Ford. He was in the movie of that. You just want to be Harrison Ford in a movie. I like it because then I have plans. <laughs> I have a clear <laughs> goal. Uh, I wake up and I go well. It's uh, it's another beautiful day. Time to be on the run still. I think that's very exciting to me. I think it's like, what are my plans today? Be on the run? Off I go. Ugh, it would be nice if you had like a bunch of money and then you could just go somewhere and like just chill in like the Swiss Alps or something. I know. But I'd be riding the rails. I'd be eating cans of beans. On I'm the, literally just, yeah, picturing yeah. you as a hobo on a train eating beans. But I'd be on the run and that'd be exciting. And then eventually I would be proven not guilty and then, you know, I'd go back to society, I'd get a job, I'd get money, but then I'd be like, oh, I miss being on the run. I miss being ha having the runs. You That's would have the runs if you're eating beans on a train, I tell you that much. Having the runs on the runs? Runs on runs? runs That's on a runs. movie for you. A guy that has constant diarrhea and he's also being uh, chased by the cops. But then the cops are like, 
do we want to catch him? Because he's literally squirting diarrhea. Runs on runs. Runs, runs on, on the runs. Runs on runs on the run. I feel run like that on, no, been run on the runs. Run run on the runs. That would anyway. be like a Jamie Kennedy movie back in the day or like a Polly Shore. Oh yeah. Toss Jamie Kennedy in there right now. He'll do it. He might. We, um, see, we see him around every now and then. We do see him around. And you know what? We're really enjoying our, our podcast today. It's another coffee podcast. Yeah, it's not as early as the... Uh, it's 12.26 Pacific time. So we didn't we didn't podcast yesterday on Thursday, which we normally do, because it was American Thanksgiving. It was American Thanksgiving. I refuse to call it Thanksgiving because it is American Thanksgiving. It's American it's Thanksgiving. odd. It's exciting. It's sleepy. It's, it's, we were walking around our neighborhood because it was so quiet. We're like, no matter the ethnicity, no matter the religion, everyone celebrates this one. Everybody, everybody, and it was kind of nice. You'd walk by homes and you'd hear like the chatter of families inside and the screams of children and the barking of dogs. Yes, and I'd be pressing my face up against the window, breathing heavily. Let me in. Let me in. What are you making? We didn't really plan on doing anything because A, we celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving before, but listen. I can't pass up a good deal. So when we were at Costco doing some shopping, turkeys were on sale for 99 cents a pound. So I'm like, honestly, and then I looked at like steaks and stuff like that. That's that's like the price of one fucking steak. So I'm like, how can I not get a turkey? You'd be stupid not to. Yeah. And I dry brined it for three days. I smothered it in butter. I cooked it. It was the best. First of all, this is an 18 pound turkey for two of us which by the way i was putting feelers out to see who was available everybody else had plans light feelers i didn't really want too much company over no we kind of just wanted to do nothing but this was the best fucking turkey i've ever made god damn i've never had such a moist turkey it was moist as hell and the gravy was so good ew that's (laughs) it makes it sound like i did something terribly wrong a, a turkey so moist, but imagine it tasted good though. You're like, it's so moist. It's Ew, like a but pudding. with a turkey with the texture of pudding. You cut into it and it just goes. Oh God, that's making me sick. Out. But you take a spoonful and you're like, it's not bad. You want to know what else bad. I made? What'd you make? Um, I was there. I know. I know, but the listeners don't know. Uh huh. And you gotta make this. You gotta. You gotta eat here. It's with such a, a crazy combination, and I don't fancy myself much of a baker, so I made this like dump cake. Where you basically just dump a bunch of things in and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. So we had these two little pumpkins from Halloween that are like called like sugar pie pumpkins. They're meant specifically for pies. We put googly eyes on them and mustaches. Of course. Um, but then I was like, well, I don't want to waste these. So I, I roasted those pumpkins, mushed them up good. Mushed them good. And, you know, combined that with a can of coconut milk, some eggs, a bit of sugar, some spices, vanilla extract. And then... I dotted some pieces of cream cheese yep. all throughout it. I know. And then that. I topped it with um, just like a store-bought spice cake mix. Yep. Uh, you spread that just all over the top. You don't mix it. And then you cover the top with thin slices of butter. And then I covered it with pecans or pecans, if you nasty, and uh, shaved coconut. And then I yep. baked it. And holy, it, tur- it turns into like the bottom is kind of like custardy, puddingy and then the top is like this crispy streusel yeah it was like a combination between a fucking pumpkin pie a pecan pie and a coconut pie it was a dump it was a real dump of things but holy shit it was great i've never had something quite like it and not it was so good too sweet it was right on the cusp and when i took a first bite i was like whoa and then it, it met yeah. me right where i wanted to be because the streusel sweetness. part is very sweet like the store-bought cake but you just don't, funny you don't, don't make the custard too sweet. If on the baking show, the Great British Baking Show, if something was sweet 
first they took a bite and they went, whoa, okay, it's good. Oh, it's too much. Too sweet. Too too sweet. Too too sweet. But on that note, um, it's a it's an, a midday chappy hour. It's a midday chappy hour. hour. Happy chappy hour. The one uh, happy hour out there dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time, Chappy, which Julia has still yet to see. Even though it is the holiday season and we have nothing but time, we still will not watch it. We still have so many other things to watch, and we won't. Ha- I can't picture us being like, you know what? Let's sit down and watch Chappy. What if I watch five minutes of Chappy every day? What a nightmare. You'd have uh, five minutes of your day lost. (laughs) And it would be, you'd just be like, I'm never getting that back. And I have to keep, that's the worst way to watch Chappie is spread out. Yeah, you want to just get it over with. It's like a Band-Aid. You want to rip it off. You know, it's like when you you get an arrow in your shoulder and you're in a battle. You want to rip rip it out. You want to keep it in there. Have it press in five minutes a day. <laughs> That's what Chappie is to me—an arrow during battle. Um, but we are—we're not battling with this beverage. I tell you that much. No, we are having coffee, but with a little something I like to call Bailey's. She calls it Bailey's, <laughs> and so does the company that makes it. Um, it's uh, you know a nice—I don't know why I'm describing it. Um, it's like a—it's a—it's a mom coffee. It's a mom holiday coffee. Yeah, moms love it. Like. My mom, who does not drink, will chug a Bailey's and coffee. Christmas yeah, morning, oh boy, will she just be ravenous for it. Here's the thing. You put it in coffee, and it doesn't taste like alcohol at all. It just tastes like a big pile of cream. It doesn't even taste like coffee anymore, to be honest. No, it doesn't. It's its, it's, its own beast. It's a, uh, It's got a sharpness to it, a creaminess, and its uh, it just reminds me of the holidays. It reminds me of being like, I'm going to have one of these and feel pretty good for a bit and then have a nap in about an hour and a half. I fucking love it. You know, I love Bailey's on the rocks. Yeah. When do you have that? Well, I haven't had it in a while, but I guess it's instead of having like dessert after dinner, you'd have a little Bailey's on the rocks. When I was in Spain a million years ago when I was teaching um, a course called Pueblos Ingles, where we teach um, conversational Spanish to people wanting to learn sorry conversational english to oh, people wanting like, to learn you english. taught spanish no, 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 did no. you well look who's been hiding something and oh man after that trip i got back and i was thick because i was eating just like charcuterie chorizo type things and patatas bravas and everything like that for yeah. so long but every everybody at the end of the night would retire to the bar and we'd have baileys on the rocks that's just what everybody had yeah. So every night I was having a couple Baileys and being like, why can't I breathe? That's odd. I, I don't I don't picture Baileys in Spain. No. When I picture Spain. I've never like someone's drinking a nice creamy Baileys. In there. And I don't even know if that's like if you ask anybody else from Spain, if they're like, yeah, that's what we do. But maybe it was just this group of people that were like, yeah, I know that's it's what an we Irish, want. Is it made in Ireland? Is that its origin? Baileys Irish cream. Irish cream. But it's, for some reason, it always seemed Canadian to me. It always had like a, maybe, you know, maybe because I was born and Here's what's there. Canadian. God. Maple so, something. There's a place called the Wine Rack in Canada. Or oh, maybe just in Ontario. Uh, I think it's just Ontario. And it sells wine. It also sells some strange liqueurs. And every, you know what? People shit on the Wine Rack because they like to hate on Ontario wines. But that's silly. There's a lot of delicious Ontario wines. But... Wine Rack has an odd selection. So I went the other day cause when we were in Toronto because it was uh, the only thing close by. 
got a bottle of bubbly which was quite nice and every time i go to the wine rack they're like did you want to try our irish cream and you want it i'm like i do not want your off-brand liqueurs a surprise irish cream too no one you could burst out of the bushes and i could be days without water or food and you'd be like do you want to try this irish cream i'm like god i'm not ready for this i certainly wasn't ready for that and it was it was just like it was like a beautiful sunny day and i'm like just there's something about i just no yeah and she was really pushing it she's like i love in my coffee it's a little bit good on ice cream i'm like lady no also, the fact that I came in here, I was like, I need a Prosecco or like a sparkling wine that's not sweet. I don't like sweet at all. And she's like, do you want this fucking trash? Do you want this cream? <laughs> do you want this sweet Quit cream? Quit pushing your cream. There should, there should never, no store should ever push cream on people. Oh, um, and I love cream, but I just, yeah, you're right. I don't like a surprise cream. No, because a cream will ruin a person. A cream will, I remember years ago when we first came to LA, maybe I was here by myself, actually, a comic wanted to meet up at... Uh, Big boys, that like burger joint. Remember the he's the it's the kid. He's holding a, a statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's it was in Austin Powers. Dr. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In in that statue, we went there and we we hung out and I got a milkshake. It was oh, maybe yeah. one of the last milkshakes I've had. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna have this and then go to the comedy store. And I couldn't go because I was shitting like shitting my pants. <laughs> I was like, I finished this milkshake. I was like, what a mistake. And I'm farting so aggressively. It's sharp. Adults aren't it's supposed like, to have milkshakes. No, I don't know what. It was like a 10 p.m. milkshake, too. Oh, God. Yeah, that's it a was problem. Maybe the last time I ever did it, it was a real turning point in my uh, understanding my body. If you're ever going like, <laughs> <laughs> If you're ever going to have a milkshake, it has to be during the day. It has to be before 4 p.m. at least. Yeah. And uh, I recommend... You share one with a friend or a loved one. Sure. I'm two sips. I'll give me two sips. And then absolutely you can pass it around. I'd pass like, it around like a joint. I'd like six or seven sips. Six or seven. That's a lot. Once I have two, I'm probably gonna want three or four. That's the thing. Yeah, I'll go for three or four sips. I used to go to Laura Secord, also a Canadian chocolate company. Um Oh man, their fucking milkshakes were good. I want a milkshake right now. See I now? They put a medallion on it with her face. Uh, yes. And you'd be like, I love you, Laura. I love you, Laura. And then Secord. the chocolate would talk to you and go, Thank you. Thank you for purchasing don't, me. Don't kill me. Why is Laura Secord chappy now? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I ever got a milkshake at Laura Secord, but I used to drink floats all the time. Did you get floats? Did you do floats? A like scoop, a root beer float? A scoop of vanilla. We used to get the variety packs of like orange crush, purple crush, yeah, yeah, yeah. root beer, and then something else. And I used to make a float from all of that, depending on my day. I I'd would never really make like, floats. It was a rough day, time for a purple float. It kind of grossed me out at the time. I was like, you're going to yeah. pop. And it makes sense, but I loved creamsicles. Oh, I, yeah. I loved like orange, like orange pop. That's what I loved at the time. Floats were probably why I was a very unhealthy child. I was very unhealthy as a child. Yeah. I wasn't like big, but I was thin and spindly because I was full of sugar. Sometimes sugar goes the opposite way, where like it makes you sickly looking. Yeah, I think you were just malnourished. It's malnourished and <laughs> stupid and dehydrated too. I don't think I drank water until I was thirty-five. I, as a kid, I was always drinking water. I loved milk. I was like chugging milk. Same. I had my strong bones. Oh man, and. uh I, yeah, I, I was not a picky kid. I was like, I love a fucking red pepper and hummus, and I like milk. Hummus, as a kid, had no idea it even existed. I loved everything. Yeah. Well, you lived a privileged life. Wow. In old Ottawa South. 
First of all, hummus and your milkshake. The most privileged kids I know, the richest kids, are the pickiest fucking kids. That's right. They're all chicken tenders. And they're like, I don't want that. I don't want that. My mom's like, try it. You might like it. And I'm like, hell yeah. And then she's like, oh no, I've created a monster who literally will eat everything and not yeah. stop. Was chicken tenders always like a simpleton's food? I feel like it's really rocketed the last 10 years. But at the same time, chicken tenders, when we'd go out to eat or something, I'm like, this is what I'm getting. I fucking love chicken tenders. Here's I get chicken tenders I right now. I love chicken tenders. Of course I do. But It's the sauce. But I feel like that's like the go-to, like you go to a restaurant, you're like, I'm a picky eater. Just give me the chicken tenders. Like it's, it's either for kids or adults that don't know what the fuck's going on. We were watching an episode of Below Deck and it was like big, beautiful meal. And this one dude was like, just give me a plate of chicken tenders. And that's happened multiple times on this yacht too. People are like, can I just get some chicken tenders or a case? It's chicken tenders or a quesadilla. Yikes. Which don't get me wrong. I'll eat any of those, but fuck off. When you're on a yacht, I don't think so. If you're going to go on a yacht, you're going to go chicken tenders. You go full junk food then. Cause that's also a fantasy of mine. You have like just the junkiest, shitty, shittiest food. Yeah. Chicken tenders, big old bowl of queso at your side at all times. Smash burgers. Smash burgers. Chicken wings, nachos. I would tell the staff, I'd be like, as I'm walking around the yacht, throw smash burgers at me. And then you just catch them and go, I catch them in my bowl of queso that I'm holding with me. And I dip and then I eat. And then I go, no one looks me in the eyes. (laughs) I'm going to make a huge mess. (laughs) <laughs> but I'll be gone soon. <laughs> that sounds pretty stupid to me. Um, which brings us to our first, our second, our whatever. Yeah, we haven't done a segment yet. I know. I, I never know if Chappy Hour is a segment. It doesn't count. Okay. Our first segment. Well, that was stupid. Well, well that, that was, was stupid. stupid. I will start. I'll start with something stupid. So, um, I mean, I feel like this is my stupid thing. It has been before. And it always comes down, it always comes back to this because of what we do. And it's just, it's stupid people on the internet. Um, I think there's just too many people on the internet uh, smashing their opinions around. So my uh, Don't Tell comedy set that we, we filmed... Yes, for the listener that doesn't know what anything of that is, it's a stand-up set filmed in a uh, secret location, but it's very well filmed, and they release them uh, periodically throughout the year, and they uh, collaborate with you, so you get the viewers, you get the the, uh, the likes and all that stuff. It's uh, very exciting. Yeah, so they released the whole thing on YouTube, and then they released a clip on Reels, and I was like, oh, God, just bracing myself. Even though I like the set, and I like my jokes, even, but... I still have a hard time watching myself. I'm like, oh, I swear too much there. And oh, that was weird. And bleh. and as I've said before, I just stand up is best experience live because that set live nice was so fun. Yep. And any one of my jokes, that was my favorite jokes during the taping. And I thought got like the biggest reaction on camera. It just, it doesn't translate the same. So I ended up cutting it from the, the main Thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a joke about how the January 6th rioters were correct. Yeah. Um, I don't think it should have been left in. <laughs> That's a joke, just in case anybody's tuning in for the first time and doesn't know me. I was there live. That's what she said. All? <laughs> she said, slicing. everyone at January 6th did a great job <laughs> and they're beautiful, lovely people. And it went really well during the taping, but then it just, you know, it's like they uh, fucked it up. Anyway. Yeah. So. Posting it, I I just, ah, just the comments are what scared me. And to be honest, I haven't looked at 
any of the comments. I accidentally... They're all nice. I looked. I um, I accidentally saw one when I went on YouTube um, just because I wanted to like uh, make a comment or something. I yeah. think I commented women aren't funny just to beat every anybody to the punch. And just when I was about to do that, I saw... It just because when you comment on something, it shows you like one of the comments and it's just like haven't laughed once. And I get that is nothing. I know that's not even a bad comment. Like yeah. that's just par for the course. But I just can't imagine how fucking sad and shitty and dumb or bored you have to be to comment something. All of those things, I think. Negative. Sad, shitty and bored. Uh, like that. Because I've responded to comments like that. you are like, wow, like why would you say something like that? And most... I would say seven out of ten times they're like, I'm just having a really rough day. I'm so sorry. See, that like, happens with you. I do it, and then they double down. They're like, how dare you, woman, tell me what is. Well, yeah, because they always, already don't respect women. So they're like, and now she's coming at me, yeah. a gentle, beautiful man. Or it, or I do the opposite, and I kill them with kindness. And they're like, why don't you have any self-respect? Why are you being so nice to me? And I'm like, yeah. what is happening? Why are you being nice to a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. You're a piece of shit. It's uh, very stupid. But it sucks because I I just I don't know. It's it's it, it I hate that that aspect like it's something that I'm proud of and I like it and I do want to engage with the fans that I like, but because of so much of the negativity, I just completely stay away from it and I haven't engaged with any of of it. Yeah. I mean, I that's the thing. Yeah, I also get negative negative comments and stuff like that. But in my mind, I don't know if I'm just delusional, but I'm like, that's how you know it's getting viewed. When like people are literally like, like I one of my comments, it got deleted, but it was literally a guy being like, kill yourself. <laughs> like just no comp, like I don't know what spawned it, but he was like, literally just kill yourself. And, and this guy's probably like, doesn't even hate you that much. He thought it was funny to say, or I don't. Or it could be a drunk guy rolling over last thing he fucking <laughs> does on his phone before he pukes and shits his pants. Like, you never know what's happening. Uh, luckily, it was deleted, but it was like... Because if there's too many positive comments, you're like, well, is this real? But then a couple, you know, someone's like, kill yourself. And you're like, okay, yeah. now we're rolling. And they are pretty good at, like, at deleting, like, the negative the really negative comments, yeah. which is, is nice. Um, because the last thing I hate when people start having a full fucking discourse in the comments. Oh my God. And then there's like 80 comments deep, whether I'm funny or not. And people defending me and people, I'm like, this is, or the context of the joke. Like one of my jokes was about our dog and how it breathes weird. And, there was one person like he should take it to the vet this dog needs surgery and they're like it doesn't need surgery they're like it needs this surgery i'm a vet and then it's just like 20 comments deep it's obscene it's obtuse it's that it's obtuse. doesn't make <laughs> it's obstructive it's ob obgyn it's um all of the above and oh yeah this is what's extra stupid okay as a comedian i feel like you're allowed to joke about things that have happened to you that you are dealing with that's like january how, 6th yeah that's how we deal <laughs> with our trauma it's so i had posted another joke um before my don't tell set came out about astrology and i preface it with saying i got into astrology because um i need a therapist but therapy is expensive blah 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 so i'm, I'm making fun of like anti my the antidepressants i'm on and therapy and whatever and one of the comments was like I don't know why you think it's funny to make fun of like your own mental health. 
and blah blah blah, <laughs> and like, and like put yourself down like that, and like make fun of other people's mental health. Like clearly, why the audience isn't laughing. Blah blah. I'm like, first of all, bitch, if you're listening, uh, bitch, the audience is laughing. That's why I chose the clip yep. to post. Second of all, if I'm not allowed to make fun of my own mental health, Your own what my own struggles. Yeah. And it's not even anything like crazy controversial or anything. It's me being like, I'm on anti-Ds, but I'm not in therapy. Whoop-de-doo. Eh, fuck off, everybody. That's when everybody just needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. I agree. Um, let me tell you my stupid thing. Yeah, go for it. Happened today, moments before the podcast. I made a grave mistake. I have a nose hair trimmer. And I used it aggressively, <laughs> quite aggressively, because uh, I noticed one little dangly guy. And there's nothing worse than talking to somebody with one hair jutting out of, especially the tip of the nostril at the front. Oh, yeah. That was that was what's happening. I'm like, I could pluck it, but that's a nightmare. But I'll use this little nose hair trimmer I got. And I used it. And you can probably hear it in my voice. I am now crazy congested because I think it has now invited all of the debris to enter my sinus system. Sinus system? Sinuses? Sinus? Sinai? Sinai? Cedar Sinai Hospital. Um, Apparently a good place to go if uh, you need to get patched up. That's the one. Um, <laughs> I would always get it mixed up with the acid. Si- isn't there a Sinai? Si- cyanide. Cyanide acid. When I was a kid, I saw Cedar Sinai and I was like, so it's like trees and acid? <laughs> I remember, oh my God. When sorry, We just, should all be uh, laughing at trees and acid. Trees and acid? cedar cyanide oh i get it tree yeah oh see, okay sorry God. sorry um i remember uh, just quick little aside here when i was at humber college we had to write um like weekend update style jokes as part of our writing course yeah and bill clinton's in the news <laughs> wow i'm not that old um <laughs> so he's blowing that saxophone harder than people blow him anyway please give me a good mark on this <laughs> But one of them, so anyway, we had to read them aloud uh, in front of the class and whatever and like kind of go around. And then there was um, one of my stories about Mount Sinai. And but I had never seen this word before. And and so I said, I pronounced it Mount Sinai. And then someone's like, and I remember Mike Daniels, who at the time was 29. I was 18. Wow. And he's just like, ugh. God, like I, I could just tell he's in this class. He's like, why am I in this class with these fucking morons who can't even can't even read? You can't even read. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't know. And he's like, everybody knows that. I'm like, well, shit. And that stands out to me. He's a really yeah. nice guy, and he's a, he's a writer now, doing quite well for himself. Well, but, okay, well, good for him. Yeah. Anyway, be like he's dead now. No, Mike Daniels is great. Sucks. I'm quite handsome too. My Daniels. My Daniels is great. My Daniels. All right. So you. Continue, nose hairs. Yeah, I got in there. It felt good. And then I started sneezing like crazy. And you saw me. I sneezed 12 times. You sneezed a lot. I sneezed a lot. I sneezed all over the fucking neighborhood, exactly what you're not supposed to do. Uh, went, you know, out, put some garbage out, sneeze, sneeze, sneeze. Every time I sneeze, it's quite enough in this neighborhood that it like echoes throughout. And you can see people like look out their window. Like they'll be like, who did that? Who was it? And it's just me in a Banff shirt that I got when I was on tour once. You're wearing a full gray sweat ensemble. You, what'd you call me? Theon Greyjoy? Yeah, Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> I am Theon Greyjoy. Uh, so that's what's stupid right now. And I hope I can make it through this podcast because my nose is driving me absolute bat dick, ape dick. Here's the thing. 
I mean, I have this joke about my vagina, but it's it applies to nose hairs and it also applies to eyelashes. Is these things are there for a reason, like pubic hair, nose hairs, eyelashes, to keep dust and debris out. And spiders, you say. And, and spiders from crawling in there. I hope <laughs> spiders never tried to crawl in my nose, especially. I mean, I know it's oh, a big sure. old honker and it's probably cozy in there, but... Uh, if you're if you're listening and you're a spider, do not crawl in my nose, please. I would love if we just have a community of spiders who tunes in every week, and they're like, yeah. they shouted us out. Imagine there is like a spider that's followed you around your whole life, and it's like when she goes to sleep, I sleep in her ear, oh. and she never notices. And you just never notice. It's been like thirty odd years, and be like, God, there's been a spider sleeping in my ear. Spiders for 30. don't live till thirty. This one does. He's been safe in your ear. <laughs> I'm in your ear. And then he traveled with me from Ottawa to Toronto to like everywhere. Do spiders shit? They gotta. They gotta hit, like little. Are they dropping little turds? I think that's what their web is. Around? No, that's a separate <laughs> hole. It's a different. It's got to be a different hole. If that's their shit, what a creative way to shit. Nature really is a mad scientist. If they're like, I wish we could shit same. webs. Yeah, but this spider is like gonna make a beautiful structure. If my shit could make a beautiful structure. That would be a life. Also, that would take a lot of time. Yeah. If that's a spider shitting, building a web, that takes hours. Do you think we'll ever get to the point in uh, our lives where someone develops something that we take that makes our shit not stink? Uh, I don't know. Probably. I, I imagine they're working on it. There's definitely foods out there you can eat that will you know, limit how much it stinks. But I like when it stinks. That means it's it's bad and it's out of me. Ew, I like when it stinks. Yeah, because it's like... You heard it here. Matt O'Brien, I like when it stinks. I like my stinky shits. (laughs) No, because if it stinks and it's bad, yeah, it's good. It is out of you. But that means you put it in you to begin with. But at the same time, if you eat clean... When I was like eating vegan, my shits had never been so bad and farts were so bad. There was somebody... Who were we talking to once that they like... They drank like PD... Or those like PDSure things. Mm -hmm. Those like meal replacement things. And if you do it enough, you, yeah, your shit stops stinking because it's just all like, it's all broken down already. It's all the vitamins that your body soaks up what it needs from it. And then you just, you just have fine shits. I don't know. We should try that sometime. That sounds awful. I don't want to drink a bunch of Pediasure just so my shit doesn't stink. Well, you know, it's fun to tool around with the body. See what it's capable of. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of capable. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we, we're two capable people and I think we're, we're allowed and uh, we can handle another segment, our last segment of the podcast, I'd say, which is uh, something nice that happened this week, which is, uh, uh, I'm going to call it, what am I going to call it? I'm going to call it warm and fuzzy. I just made up that name right now for the segment. Warm and fuzzy. Um, huh. I feel... Like making love, you like making. Do you think they sang that guy singing that song was singing that to a woman, and he was like, "It was so good that she's like, you should make that a song and record it." But it's just something he sings to women that wants to. Can you imagine someone singing that to you? I'm picturing him, couple inches inches from her face, face. just singing it directly into her eyes. I feel like (laughs) making love to you. His friend is just in the background. Feel like making love. And they're both just face to face, like standing there, stone, like very still. Yeah. And the woman's like, Yes, 
Me too. Stop singing. Stop singing in my eyes. Feel like making Nova. <laughs> All right. Um, warm and fuzzy. I guess there's... I feel like because it's uh, Thanksgiving weekend and everything's sort of shutting down, it feels like it's been kind of a productive week in some ways, but also very lazy. Yeah. Um, we, on Tuesday... We went out for a really nice dinner with dear friends, Norm and Alana. So we've been trying to go out for dinner with them for quite some time because they wanted to take me out for my birthday. But then, you know, plans kept getting whatever. They got COVID, yada, yada. So it finally happened. (laughs) I like how that's a yada, yada now these days. They got COVID, yada, yada, yada. They're really (laughs) tired the next morning. Um, Yeah. So it finally happened on Tuesday. And I love a midweek outing it's exciting it is exciting because originally we were supposed to go sunday and it didn't work out and i was kind of bummed but i'm like well now i have something to look forward to and we got all dressed up and we went to our one of our favorite steakhouses called taylor steakhouse in koreatown it's like i feel like maybe i mentioned this last week but it's like super old waiters it's an old school place the prices are right Yes, they are correct. Bob Barker must be spinning in his... For like a steakhouse, um, really good martinis, blah, blah, blah. Also, I'd say one of the highlights is we had the fucking nicest Lyft driver. Oh, man. He was a delight. He Let me tell you about this Lyft driver. He just got off work at Planet Fitness as a personal trainer mm-hmm. and then was in the Lyft driving us. And he's like, I'm going to drive Lyft till, you know, midnight, 2 a.m. I'm like, God damn it. It turns out he has four kids. Four he's kids. supporting a family. I'm like, God, did you tip that man? Of course I tipped him. Good. I tipped uh, him well. He was lovely. He was fun. It was, well, it was just like where we all like bantered and he was like laughing at all our jokes. It was really funny because he was so friendly. And we were talking about like uh, his weird rides, his weirdest rides. He's like, people try to hook up with me all the time. I'm yep. like... I get it. Oh, yeah. He was just a really handsome, nice man. And we're like, what's the craziest thing happening? He's like, ah, just at night, you know, girls have a little bit too much to drink and they just invite me in, try to hook up with me. And I'm like, oh, must be hard. Um, But that works for Lyft drivers, especially like handsome dudes. If they're like, you're at my house anyway, come on in for a a one. And then do you you charge them? Do you charge them for the sex? Well, you're not a prostitute. Could be. I mean, that's a business in itself. A prostitute that drives you home. You're like, just so you know, we could have sex. A little bit extra, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all right. But I guess that's any business. I mean, if you walked in like yeah, big like, lots and uh, bought a fucking bag of chips or like, just so you know, we could have sex. <laughs> but it'll cost you a little extra. Yeah, you're just at Ikea buying a Flugens board. And <laughs> just so you know, before you build this Flugens board. <laughs> We could have sex on it, <laughs> but it'll cost you extra. <laughs> That's the world I want to live in. Every uh, transaction. Just like, oh. Well, that means every worker has to be okay with also being a sex worker. Yeah. Just some old man at Home Depot. You're like, just so you know, <laughs> we could have sex, but it'll it will cost, cost you extra. <laughs> and I, I stink. <laughs> I smell like sawdust. No. And I'm uh, old. The best part was this Lyft driver. Um, we were talking about like, where we would like ideally want to buy a home or whatever. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't know where y'all live. And I'm like, yes, you do. You picked us up. And he's, he's like, tired. he's like, I like her. Yeah. And he was like, ha ha. I like her. I'm like, yep. <laughs> she knows things. She is observant. That one. Yes, you do. Um, but yeah, the whole night from tip to tail was just lovely. The dinner was so good at Taylor's. Uh, it was just excellent company. I love Alana and Norm. And uh, it made me feel really warm and fuzzy. Also a little bit, 
too drunk. If I had to make one, you know, if there had to be one negative of the, of the night. Too drunk. And I honestly don't even feel like we drank that much, but we didn't no. eat a lot throughout the day. No, we, we we're idiots. We're like big dinner coming up. Big dinner. Don't eat. Don't eat. Don't eat. And then uh, we had like a martini at the the steak place. And we're like, go, 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 yeah. go. And also, I then, have not been drinking a lot at all lately, but yeah, I feel like it hits me harder and quicker, faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. Also, um, we worked out a lot that day. It was yeah. there was a lot working against us, but you know, it was, it was warm it was and fun. fuzzy. What's your warm and fuzzy, Mart? Mine is simple. My name is Mart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I do like this holiday season we're in. Now that we came back from Toronto, that was our last big trip. That makes me feel really nice because I'm like we're back in town, and I'm I'm checked out. I'm pretty checked out. I yeah it's like I do want to do things but I'm like you know what no pressure if I don't do those things right now it's the end of the year I'm really gonna milk this last month of whatever this year number is yeah what is it 2022 2022 Dear God 2022 too many twos um <laughs> so I'm 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 pretty checked out and we're getting our our place together we put up our Christmas stuff already some would say too soon others would not it's let me tell you, I'm so happy that all our decorations are up. It just it makes me feel it makes me feel warm and fuzzy That's when I look I'm over. That. Yeah, it makes you feel nice. But one thing that made me feel really nice, which is odd, and I didn't realize how much I liked something like this, is we have a fireplace in our our living room that yeah. we never we're too afraid to turn on because there's a few things wrong with this house. And the last thing I do I need to do is try to light a gas fireplace and explode the uh-huh. house. Especially because when we did move in, the landlord was like, oh, I, I didn't even try it out. Yeah, and I'm not going to try it out. No. So, Especially now that she wants us to vacate the premises, so we're not going to ask her. Yeah, so it's a waste of a fireplace in a, in a way. But you're like, why don't we get those little candles and put some candles in Yeah, those in little there. like flameless uh, candles. So I got them off Amazon, these like remote candles. And let me tell you, it really brings the whole atmosphere together when you put... Some little candles in there. It looks like a sh- like a, we're showing the house. It looks very like fancy free. It's funny. Like I'll just be watching TV. We'll be watching the baking show or something, and I'll glance over see here the Christmas tree, little lights in the fireplace, and it just makes you feel goddamn good. I tell you, I like lighting. I like when it's in the right place at the right time. It is. It is nice because this house, there's outlets in the wrong fucking areas. It's it's crazy. So now that we have our little Christmas tree up with lights on it, um, which Matt put like a extension cord so we could light it up, it just adds the light that we so desperately need to that yes, part of the house. It truly does. The outlets are so bad in this house. I half expected one to be in the shower. Um, it's they're so scattered. They're, there's exactly where you don't want them to be. I'm looking right now, and I actually don't see one. There's one, there's one over oh, there no, behind the yeah. printer, but like, and there's one behind it. It's just so bad. It doesn't make any kind of sense. It's like, I don't know, I don't know electrician duties. <laughs> I don't even know how to, just, how to describe it. But when they come into a place, don't they look and be like, what's the convenient place for, uh, they must not. These ones were just like cartwheeling through, pasting fucking outlets. There's all like over the two walls. next to each other in the living room and then none for days. Yeah, it's exciting. They make you. They make you really work. They for really it. make you work for it. Um, I'll tell you what else I am going to work for. I have to go to the bathroom. I have to blow my nose because I have ingested some sort of debris. Yes. Through my naked nasals. Naked nasals. That's a good grunge band. 
Naked nasals? We are the naked nasals. Inhaling debris? That's not bad either. Inhaling debris. Go, 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 go. Gonna sneeze. Go, go, go. Or I have to use the toilet. That's a good name for a band. I have to use the Hi toilet. Hi, guys. Where I have to use the toilet. And it's just four guys just going. And the drummer's oh drumming too fast because he wants to get out of there. It's not even on And it sounds like farting. Yeah. And then do they finally piss and shit all over stage? Is that their big closer? God. Uh, <laughs> we, we are. We have to use the toilet, and we just did. Thank you. Good night. Well, on that disgusting note. Um, a lot of piss and shit talk, this one. We are going to end the podcast, and that's that. And there it is. Where can they find you online? What do you, you want? Do you want Hive? Are you on Post? What the fuck's are you Post? On mass- post is another one that everyone's going on. Uh, we didn't really. We still haven't talked about that. Yeah, Twitter dying. Uh I signed up for Hive. I told you to. So I signed up for Hive as well. I'm Julia Comedian on Hive. I haven't posted anything on Hive. Here's the thing with Hive. Here's here's the thing with these alternate apps that you don't realize you have with Twitter is when you open Twitter, and it, it loads instantly. Yeah. It loads instantly. You go to your mentions. You see exactly what's going on. It's very quick. It's very refined. These apps are cannot handle the amount of people that are dumping into them. So you, yeah. you open Hive, and you get a loading screen, and then you go in. It's, it takes just too long to load where I'm like, Somebody described it on Twitter. They're like, it feels exhausted when you go on it. It's like, please stop. Yeah. And it's... Poor little high. You don't realize what you have with these big apps where they're like, there's a lot of team, you know, teams behind it and they make it fast for a reason. But we'll see. Uh, Hive okay. is the closest thing to Twitter and that's fun. So you can, yeah, follow me on Hive. Uh, Julia know. Comedian. I, I haven't hived anything yet. Yo. Um Follow me on uh, Instagram, Julia Comedy. Also, I've just like, I've, I'm going to try to be more attentive to my YouTube channel. YouTube. So I'm, I'm Julia Comedian on wow. YouTube. Okay. And I'm Julia Comedian on TikTok. Matt, what about you? Uh, I'm Matt O'Brien on uh, Instagram, and that's the only one that counts right now. Uh, listen, have a great week. Thanks so much for listening. Thank we'll be you. Back on time next week, I'm sure. Sure. Maybe. Bye. Is this what you What you want with Matt and Julia? Is this what you want? Sha-la-la-la-la-la.